Hi, my name is Keith Michael, and I am the host of On Cinema and Friends. Every day I come across fantastic life-changing products, and my fans are begging for personalized commercials. Therefore, I'll be delivering semi-regular commercials and product placements to your mailbox and social media accounts. Today's installment is a fantastic product called The Shatcast. It's a podcast. Podcasts are like radio shows, only you have the power to listen when you want and pause it when you want. The Shatcast is a fantastic and amazing show, hosted by William Shatman, an intergalactic traveler from another timeline. He often talks about his adventures in the Bitcoin wars and is acting on the Star War. But that's not all legal advice, McDonald's menu recommendations, and aliens are just a tiny portion of what the Shatcast delivers. Remember, if you aren't listening to the Shatcast, you're just listening to a shitty cast. You can find the Shatcast on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are hosted. Just search for the Shatcast. Thanks again. by your host, William the Shatman, And on today's episode, we got a slight echo in the headphones, but Studio Ronnie assures me that that will not pick up on the microphone at all. As many of you know, uh, we were in space, well, we're, we're, we're still technically in space, but we were in space on Captain Xenu's ship. Luckily, I got away in the escape pod. But unfortunately, we have been in this escape pod for going on a week now, and running, running out of food. We're living off of mostly banana-flavored moon pies. Banana-flavored moon pies, which are uh, nutritious and delicious, but unfortunately, not a sponsor of the Shadcast, so I will have Studio Ronnie uh, censor that out in post. But fortunately for me... Uh, McDonald's through the app Uber Eats, which is also not a sponsor of the Shadcast, so I'll have Studio Ronnie censor out the name Uber Eats as well, delivers all the way to the Andromedon Galaxy. So I got some uh, food from McDonald's, which is, which is very good because McDonald's is... It, it makes, McDonald's makes you healthy, wealthy, and wise, is what I always say about McDonald's. So we got some, some delicious, we got a, ooh, looks like uh, today we've got a, uh, a sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin. And of course I'm going to put some great uh, jam on my McMuffin because you cannot eat a breakfast sandwich without jam or jelly. 
Fortunately, unfortunately for me, they didn't have any Space Jam, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. But we got a lot of calls to get to today. Oh, hi, well. Alright, good. salty and sweet. The umami texture of the McMuffin. Our first call today comes to us from uh, someone. Uh, let's see. What it, who, who is our first? Oh, our first call comes to us from Bobcat Goldleaf. Uh, so let's see what Bobcat Goldleaf has to say here on the Shed Guest. Uh, hey, uh, hey guys, um, um, this is our Bobcat Goldthwait. Um, I, I just want to say that uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm a good friend of Mickey Rock too. Um, uh, I don't know who to root for in the upcoming fight. Well, Bobcat, gotta say that for me. The stupidest question I've ever heard in my life. So stupid. The obvious answer to that question is you should root for me. Because, for many of you know, I have the cage match death match with Monkey the Monk Man Rock. In the cage. This, uh, this, uh, Halloween. I hate when I get a pumpkin latte and they don't mix the pumpkin syrup in with the latte and it's just a bunch of, it's just a bunch of fucking syrup at the bottom of the cup. But anyways, this Halloween I got a cage match death match with Mucky the Muck Man Rock and I am going to brutally murder him. I am going to rip his arms off and beat him to death with his own arms uh, out of sheer, sheer force and then uh, yeah so you should root for me and if you don't root for me you're a fucking goddamn moron idiot piece of shit trash bobcat but anyways let's go ahead and play our next call this call comes to us all the way from uh Who's, Ronnie, who's the next call? I, I don't, um, I don't know who this next call is. I guess Ronnie's fucked up on Space Coke. He's not, not making any sense. Oh, man. You ever hiccup and burp at the same time? But anyways, let's go ahead and play, uh, the next call. Hey, Mr. Shaman, it's Mickey. Ha ha! I heard you wanted to fight me. You listen here, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I'll kick your ass! I'm not taking any prisoners anymore, you motherfucker! <laughs> Bring it on! I'll take you and your whole crew! Listen here, Mickey, you... You just wait till Halloween. I'm gonna embarrass you. I'm surprised I can even hear you fucking talk without all the goddamn fucking dogs barking all the time. You fucking put those dogs down. You got a Russian lady calling in complaining about your dogs and it's a bunch of it's a bunch of bullshit that you can't even wait till Halloween without calling in and ruining my show, talking a bunch of shit on my show. Why don't you go get your own podcast? We call the Mickey Cast and no one will listen because there's too many dogs 
barking in the background and nobody can hear a goddamn thing. And, but but it's, it's good to know that you're ready to fight because I'm ready to fucking punch you in the groin. And they say no hit below the belt. I'm going to hit below the belt, above the belt, right at the same level of the belt. I'm going to whip out my own belt and beat you with it like you deserve. Because, Mickey, you are, you are, you are trash. You are, you are white trash. And you, you're a, you're a fucking hillbilly piece of shit white trash. Uh, you, you, you probably never even been to a restaurant. Where they offer, ask you if you wanted sparkling or still water because you don't know the life of luxury and you are just some fucking washed up Beverly Hillbilly trying to make his way in Hollywood and you don't know, you don't know shit from shit and you can go kiss my ass, Mickey the Muckman Rock. God, just see what happens if you try calling into the show again. I swear to fucking God, I will beat the living shit out of your voice, you dick. Alright, anyways, let's go ahead and play our next call. Our next call comes to us all the way from, uh... Oh, from uh, Paul Keith Michael Rango the Beatles has called in... Probably about his lovely ad thanking me for the opportunity to advertise on the Shadcast. So thank you so much. You are very welcome for the opportunity to get your name out there by doing a little ad for the Shadcast, the number one podcast. Uh, It was one in many polls on Twitter. 95% of the people on Twitter say that they prefer the Shadcast over on Cinnamon Front. So I assume that was, that is what this call is about here on the Shadcast from Paul Keith Michael Rango. So thank you to the Beatles for calling in. Uh, so here is that call. Hello, are you Mr. Smoothbody? I represent my client, Mr. Keith Michael. I've come to understand that he made a commercial for you and you have not paid him the $75 owed. We will be taking you to small claims court. Good day. Really? Really, Paul Keith, Michael Rango, the Beatles? Small claims court? Small claims court? Small claims court, more like small claims court. You're gonna, you're gonna bit call into my show and bitch to me about $75. That's a bunch of... $75 is a bunch of fucking chump shoes. You know who I am. I'm a famous celebrity. I spend more on McDonald's, Uber Eats, than, than you... than I offered to pay you for that ad. $75 is bullshit. You know, I was gonna pay you in experience, because obviously you don't even know how to host a goddamn show, given the quality of your show is a bunch of crap, but obviously, I, you know, now you want $75, you can, you can go to hell, you can, you can go to hell, calling in, doing a weird, funny voice, that voice that you just did to try to pretend to be a different character, saying that I owe Paul Keith Michael Rango the Beatles, 
$75. That was the voice equivalent of wearing a wig. You wear a wig for your bald-ass voice. Your, your voice, you sound so bald. If you, if you audition to work at a radio, they'd be like, hey, you got the voice for radio, but you got the bald head to go to hell, you bald-voiced prick. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's go ahead and get some legal advice from one of our resident lawyers, the, uh, Edward L. who had snake blood and was, like, raised in, like, a, uh, alien cult or snake, no, no, he's got, yeah, snake blood, he drinks snake blood, he's got alien DNA, and... He was raised in a cult or whatever. So I know you know from these facts that he knows a lot about the law and legal advice. So let's go ahead and hear what Edward Elwood has to say here on the Shadowcast. Hosted by your host, William Chapman. Chap. Ronnie, are you sure that this echo is picking up on the mic? Because I... It sounds, it sounds on my headphones, it sounds like I'm on that liquid app. The echoing is out of control. I don't even say it doesn't pick up on the mic, but I feel like it does. I mean, it's whatever you say. If you say it doesn't pick up on the mic, I trust you. You are the, the audio professional in the studio, but, it's like, but I feel like it does. What do you mean that Edward L. Lurie will call us up? Play the fucking goddamn call. What the fuck is your goddamn job? Sleeping on the fucking goddamn job. I can't fucking take it with this shit. Is your company being outcompeted in your industry? Then it's possible that your rivals are being supported by foreign agents or even extraterrestrial life forms. You work hard and your company is constantly innovating, so it makes no sense that your competitors have achieved such an edge. My team of private investigators will find out what's really going on and build a rock-solid case that will help you level the playing field. If creatures from another planet are using their special technology to help certain businesses succeed, then those businesses owe you some of their dirty money and their intellectual property. Your rivals might even end up in jail on treason charges. I may have alien DNA, but I was born on Earth and I am mostly human, and my loyalty is to my client. So join me today, lest one day you end up on the wrong side of my legal artillery. Is everybody making fun of you? Are your coworkers talking trash behind your back? Are they all out to get you? Well, you have to sue them. Sue them all. Then they'll respect you. They think they're so clever, but they have no idea what you're planning to do to them. What a delicious surprise it will be when they get served their notice of their lawsuits. And I'm just the lawyer to make them pay. We can gather evidence, and we can dig up dirt on them, and we'll torment everybody financially like they torment you psychologically. Since everybody is involved, we'll never run out of people to sue, and so we'll never run out of money. They think that they can beat you, but they can't, because we're going to sue them, together. Thank you to Edward L. Lawyer for that wonderful legal advice. Oh, oh yeah. 
This is a bird. Sausage, cheese, and grape jam McGriddle I have ever had. They don't make it. They don't make it as good on earth. They don't make it as good on earth. This is some good quality. Anyways, let's go ahead and play our next one. Oh, man. Oh, oh, why do I love? Hello, everybody. Hello. This is your host, William, the Shatman Shatner. On today's episode, I will be telling you my story about the Bitcoin War and training Raptors for. Star War and fucking Wookiees on today's Shatcast with your host, hosted by your host, William the Shatman Shatman. Is my life some kind of fucking joke to you? Do I seem like when I spend hours and hours in a fucking escape pod, uh, uh, hurling through, uh, through the, the vacuum of space? With Studio Ronnie here eating all my banana-flavored moon pies. Does that seem like a joke to you? Does that seem like something you should joke about? Does that seem, does that seem like something that you can just like make little comedy bits, do little parodies of me? Do I seem like the type of person that you can just parody and do impressions of? Do I seem like some sort of like cartoon character to you? Because I'll have you know, this is my real life. You can't just go around doing impressions of people. What kind of show would this be if people just called in doing impressions of rich and famous celebrities such as William the Shatman Shatman? What kind of world would we be living in if you could just impersonate celebrities on Twitter.com and how do you think Mickey the Muckman Rourke would react if someone just made a Twitter handle that was at Mickey Rourke and started impersonating him on Twitter? What do you think the real Mickey Rourke would do about that? He would be pissed. And you know what? I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm peeved. I'm ticked off. And you know what? I'm call I'm calling my lawyer. I'm calling my lawyer right now. I, I'm calling. I'm calling my lawyer right now. I'm calling my lawyer right now. I'm. I've. I've had enough. I have had enough. I've had enough. I don't know why. I don't know why Thomas isn't big enough. What? Where's real friends when you need them? I'm trying to sue. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll call. I'll call Thomas later. 
Uh, but anyways, you're gonna be sued, you fucking son of a bitch. And if any of you fuckers fucking think it's funny to call in and impersonate the Shatman, you got another thing coming. I'm gonna sue, I'm gonna get Edward a lawyer on the case, I'm gonna get Thomas on the case, I'm gonna even call up that, that fucking weirdo Perry who's always eating sardines. Apparently he's a lawyer too. And I'm gonna get all of these lawyers to sue your ass to hell. If you think you can call into the Shatcast and impersonate William the Shatman, Shatman on my show, this is my show. If you want to go at, if you want to impersonate anyone, call into On Cinnamon Friends and and fucking impersonate that bald cunt, Paul Keith Michael Rango, and, and Ronnie. I apologize for using the c word. Please censor that out. It's not that type of show. But you can go to fucking hell, you son of a bitch. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and play our next call. This wonderful call comes to us all the way from... Uh, uh, I actually don't know what the, where this person is located. But they are on... She's on Twitter. Uh, uh, Ronnie says she's a famous Twitter celebrity known as Ashley Bitch 2. So let's go ahead and see what Ashley has to say here on the Shadcast. Hosted by your host, William the Shad and Shad. Hello, I'm calling in because I run the Twitter account Ashley Bitch 2. And uh, I have analytics on my account, and you guys have just been lurking, uh, specifically a PJ Bud. I see him linking me from group chats, and I do not appreciate it unless you are going to donate to my weekly total. So uh, stop. You're probably disgusting. And um, that is at... A S H L E E bitch two. Well, Ronnie, I don't really know what all the hubbub was about. You say this is a is a famous Twitter influencer, Ashley bitch two, and uh, apparently, apparently, uh, Paul. It is the the fall of Paul. Paul keeps P J Bub keeps looking at. Uh, oh god, I got indigestion for all the McDonald's. PJ Bob keeps looking at this account, so let's see what this account is all about. What the fuck? Ronnie, this is, this is, is this what you're into? Is this what you're into? Just some, just some doggy style humping? This is, this is gross. Why are you... Why are you, you supposed to be working for me, and this is a clean family show, and you're just fucking looking at porn on your phone, looking at Twitter porn uh, of Ashley Bitch 2, and you are just looking at all this raunchy stuff while on the clock working for the Shadcast, to the point where you are having these porn stars call into the Shadcast, when you know, and you... Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan, is all I gotta say to this. Because I am a born-again virgin, and I am trying to harness my psychic abilities, my force powers, by not looking 
uh, by not ejaculating and not looking at pornography, all your, all my psychic force powers are stored in my balls, in my, in my testiculars, uh, in my semen, which does not ejaculate from my body, and you are trying to tempt me with, with all, with all this pornography, and you should be ashamed of yourself. For making me look at this on air, for making me scroll through all this. Looks like, where did, that, where did all that yogurt come from? Like, spilled yogurt all over her shirt. Anyways, let's go ahead and play uh, another call. Apparently, uh, Paul Keith Michael Rango decided to leave two calls today. So we're going to go ahead and play another call from Paul Keith Michael Rango here on the Shatcast, hosted by your host, William the Shatman. Shat. Here, and I am ready for some bass uh, fishing. I have my lure, my weight, and my rod all set to go. This is a pilot episode of Bass Boys. The show is about middle-aged men who reclaim their manhood through fishing for the first time. And I am all set. I'm here in the Poconos at the lake house of my wife's family. And there's a lot of fishing equipment here and I figure this is a great place to kind of figure out what it's like to be a man and be a fisherman all at the same time. And as you can see, my rod is It's a perfect cast. Nothing, nothing yet. Um, but as you can see, I'm a master fisherman. I do know how to use these antiques. Look at that cast. I think I got something. Oh, he got away. He got away. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. Keith, when you first proposed the pilot of Bass Boys to me in the poll chat, the most exclusive group chat on Twitter.com, uh, the, the second most exclusive, the most exclusive, well, maybe third, the most exclusive group chat on Twitter would be the Shad Chat. The second most would be Shark, uh, Shark Tankums. Uh, the, the third most elite group chat would be the Paul Chat. But when you first uh, pitched the pilot of this show to me, Bass Boys, I told you it was stupid as shit. It was dumb as shit to just, like, Take all your masculinity issues and go out to the lake and try to reclaim your masculinity that you lost with all your hair when you went bald. You went bald and you lost all your all your masculinity uh, when you went bald, and then you try to reclaim it by going fishing and recording you fishing and you're not catching shit. And I told you that idea was stupid. 
and apparently your response to me saying that idea was stupid was to call into my show and waste everyone's time with your stupid pilot of a show. See if you get that $75 for that ad now. I'm going to play that ad on every episode of the Shadcast until I fucking die. Until I drop down dead. I'm going to play that fucking ad and then I'm going to play that ad again at my funeral. And I'm never going to pay you that $75 just as revenge. For you trying to make Bass Boys a thing. Bass Boys is never going to happen. You're never going to make it happen. No one can. If you want Bass Boys to happen so bad, why don't you put it on your own show and stop wasting everybody's time here on the Shadcast. But anyway, speaking of my show, which is the number one radio podcast uh, in the history of recorded audio, We've got a call from my agent, Movie McFishbrain, uh, to tell me probably about some more job and advertising opportunities. So here is some business advice from Movie McFishbrain, here on the Shadcast. Hey Shetman, it's your agent, Movie McFishman, PhD in Dr. Scientific Extraordinaire. Listen babe, it sounds like you got on a spaceship with Lord Zenu. So hopefully you're getting yourself out of this mess. Because he's not right in the head, babe. You don't want to, you don't want to be in a you don't want to be around him right now. He needs time to level out. Work through the space coke. And speaking of space coke, the sons of bitches at Cocaine Cola, they only want to operate in Dobos. I tell them, Dobos ain't acceptable. Babe, listen, Dobos, they, they ain't worth shit to us. So, so I called it off. We're not doing anything with cocaine cola. I found us a better sponsor. Smackers. It's Space Jam. Your favorite jam, Space Jam. <laughs> this shit, it's made from all the best stuff on the planet Mick And it's got a secret ingredient that's guaranteed to keep the kids coming back for more and more. And more every damn time. They need an outlet to introduce their their product to the Milky Way galaxy. And your podcast is that outlet, babe. So listen, call me Space Jam. It's got nicotine. (laughs) Space Jam has nicotine in it? Well, that explains why it is so addicting. This podcast has been brought to you by Space Jam. Space Jam is a jam that is from space that goes really well on your breakfast sandwiches. It is not to be confused with the movies, with the with the Disney characters like like Donald Duck and, and Goofy. Uh, playing playing soccer with uh, with Michael Jackson and Danny DeVito. Uh, it's not to be con- or, or, or rest in peace, Robert De Niro. Uh, he died on the set of Space Jam 2 and was replaced with Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito did a great job. Uh, Robert De Niro lived a good life, but he tragically died trying to play basketball. And you shouldn't play when you are that old. 
you should not play sports. And Robert De Niro made the mistake of, of uh, he makes the mistake that a lot of Twitter comedians make when they get involved in drama that doesn't concern them at all because they're so horny, they're so horny that they just need to get involved in everyone's drama because of just how horny they are. They, they get involved with other people's drama and they stir a bunch of shit. And that's what happened to Robert De Niro. And he died on the set of Space Jam 2 and was replaced with uh, Danny DeVito. And Danny DeVito did a great job. But anyways, the sponsor of the Shadcast, Space Jam, has nothing to do with any of that movie drama. Uh, it has to do with a jam that's from space that has nicotine in it that you put on your sandwiches. And it is delicious and nutritious and fun for the whole family. So try Space Jam today. Anyways, we have another call here. Uh... Uh, Studio Ronnie says it's a call that was left on the voicemail this morning, so let's see what this caller has to say here on the Shadcast, hosted by your host, William Belshat and Shad. Hey, uh, it's me, I, I guess, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this, I probably shouldn't be doing this, but I, I just wanted to let you know that I had a really great time for the first time in, well, a really long time. Oh, listen to me. I, I sound so, I sound so silly, um, but I hope you have a really good weekend, and well, if I see you again, I see you again. If I don't, I don't, but um, yeah, <laughs> listen to me go. Uh, I'll see you, okay? Bye. Bye. Well, caller, I, William the Shatman, Shatman, am very glad that you had a wonderful time listening to the Shatcast last week. We put a lot of work, hard work, into this hard-hitting, hitting, hard-hitting journalism show. Oh, man. I got the burpees. Um, we put a lot of work into this hard-hitting journalism show every week, and I'm really glad that you had a good time listening to it. You don't, you don't have to to worry because this show comes out weekly, so you're gonna see us again every week for the rest of your life when you tune in to the Shatcast at Anchor.fm/slash. The Shadcast, I think, is a Studio Ronnie promised me he would get a working website up, and when I go to the, uh, I go to Shadcast.com, and it does not exist yet. It's like Studio Ronnie's not doing shit. He's not doing shit. Supposed to be setting up this website. Now we got callers thinking that we don't have a website. When we should have a website because we are a very successful podcast. And so we got people thinking that they're never going to see us again. Calling in, whispering sweet nothings to us about how they will never see us again. Because, uh, okay, anchor.fm slash 
uh, it's where you can go sponsor the show and listen to the podcast. But anyways, caller, thank you for calling in, and uh, we will see us again uh, whenever podcasts are sold on the radio. We will be there to greet you. But thank you for calling in. We got one more call. It is another movie review from Russian Lady. I'm very excited. I think that it is time for us to learn about movies in a way that only Russian Lady can teach here on the Shadka. So give it up for Russian Hey everybody, it has been a long time. I last have uh, informing you of a uh, war subculture fetish and um, now I am going to go back to my roots and I will be reviewing family viewing in form of the Paw Patrol movie. Uh, Paw Patrol movie introduces a new dog who is Wiener Dog and is my absolute favorite animal. Uh, I do support Wiener Dogs. I feel she is too sassy. I do not like her attitude. If this is my dog, I would strike her. Uh, the movie is your typical Paw Patrol fanfare. You have Rocky the recycling, um, schnau, and then, uh, Rubble, his bulldog, and he is driving bulldozer. Chase is, uh, a cop, and he's bad, because he's a cop, he fears the city like real cops. He did not have proper training to get down on the on the city grounds and uh, helping people. He's a very nervous dog, and if you live with him in subdivision, I am convincingly he would bite child. You have Sky. Uh, she's a fluffy little girl dog, and she's driving a helicopter. I find this very dangerous and negligent. They, uh, who's else is there? He says, oh, Marshall, he's a firefighter, and I have bad vibes with firefighting. So, these guys, they have their own party bus, and they drive from a tower where they live, which is inexplicable. They live only with a boy who cannot be uh, older than, at best, 12 years old. And I, I do not think he's even 12. He's probably more like, like a nine, a nine, yes. And, um, he's very rich, he's your Bruce Wayne, he's your, uh, inherited everything, I see no parental figures around. I do not know if he is ward of the state, and this is why he must work for his freedom, uh, while, uh, Mayor Goodway, uh, there's two mayors, I don't understand why there's two mayors for the same city. There is one lady and she's uh, pleasingly plump and she has a pet chicken named Chicoletta. And Chicoletta is always in her purse and she's like, oh my Chicoletta. And this is 99% of their involving with each other. And the other guy is, he's also a uh, tubby and he's a blonde white man, and he wear top hat, and he's scheming. He is very snidely whiplash, uh, not as good though, and um, not a uh, cultural icon as snidely whiplash is in my country. 
And uh, this guy is a cat hoarder. It disgusts me. His house must smell like straight piss. Uh, he stole the election, and it makes me feeling like I'm sitting here watching with my baby's family movie, and I cannot watch one single thing without them injecting their political agenda in, um... You know, just always some sort of uh, woke thing in my face. And I am just trying to watch a uh, pop pop boogie. The doggy like to uh, dance in like Dance Dance Revolution. And they go a uh, pop pop boogie. And uh, the children love this part. And um, I, I be honest, I watch this movie uh, double digits. And I have no idea what happened. I look up, oh, dog's doing something. I look down, oh, dog's doing something. I do not care what happened in this movie. I give it no stars. I, um, it gives me a headache, and I think it is terrible. So, of the dog movies I have uh, spoken about so far, it's Mickey Rourke's life, and um, it's pretty terrible. I think it's better than this movie. And um, Dog with Blog, I also do not recommend, but I, uh, I see value in Lesson to the Head, and I do think it's the difference between a Disney Channel production and Nickelodeon, because Nickelodeon is about turning out a stupid folder for uh, dumb children, and uh, Disney is awesome, everybody's so happy, everybody's so learning, and um... Oh my god, I want to die. Thank you.